before we leave this morning, I want to do something uh, quick, and that is we, I want to have a quick pastor's chat. We do this from time to time, and if you're a guest or a visitor with us, I want to welcome you into this. Um, you get to get a behind-the-scenes look at Stone Oak Bible, and we invite you to eavesdrop, all right? We like it. So, um, listen, I have never been more excited about where we are headed in, in our church than I am now. And I, and I mean that, even in the early stages of, this, of planting this church, I, I'm so excited about where God is, is taking us. Um, listen, our vision by 2030, to plant five more churches, to send out five more missionaries onto the field, to celebrate the baptisms with, with 100 people, to engage our community, both local and global, with ongoing gospel um, partnerships, to, to begin a leadership residency program that will be continually sending out equipped leaders for gospel work. This is who we want to be. It's what I want to be a part of. And you just get this sense, wow, like God is moving and doing something really incredible here. And it's, and it's fun to be on this journey with you. But for this pastor's chat, I wanted to talk a little bit about vision. Um, let me give you some more stats. Right now, our church is growing. Right now, our church is growing. We have a, a total of 96 people in community group right now. So that's 96, just under 100 adults that are in gospel-centered community every, every uh, week, which is just incredible. That's huge. Um, we've seen our uh, growth even on our Sunday mornings. We planted a, a church earlier this year, and in spite of that, we've seen God bring um, an increase to our church. We've seen 10% growth in here and 26% growth in our kids' area, which is awesome. <laughs> By the way, that grew a percentage this morning. Our children's director, Sandra, if you knew her, she was pregnant. She's not pregnant anymore. So that happened this morning. So how cool is that? Yeah. That is awesome. We grow our church any and every way. Um, and last year, we, we, saw, we celebrated the resurrection of Christ on Easter morning with 218 people. We're seeing God do some incredible things in our church, but let me give you another stat. Although we have 96 people in community group, praise God, 48% um, of those people are present in their group when that group meets together on a regular basis. So in other words, that is a under a 50% attendance rate for our groups. That shocked me, and that obviously is not good, but it points to something, is what I'm getting at. Um, the truth is, is that we have grown in our weekly attendance. We have. But the amount of people that are here on a, on a Sunday morning on time and, and all of that has actually gone down. Um, there have been days, I'm going to be honest, I get up here at 1010, I'm like, uh-oh, the church is done. We're no more. And then at 10.30, I get up, and I'm like, well, there they are, right? There. We're back. We're back. Um, so what I want to do is I want to talk about the what, what is happening, but then I want to talk about the why, why it matters that we're talking about this. So first, the what. By God's grace, as we continue to grow as a church, um, as we continue to see new faces and new families get plugged into our church, um, we will lose, we have this tendency to lose um, some culture that had been built in in the beginning. 
And let me just kind of give you an example. I think it becomes clear. So let's pretend you're in a community group of six, and it's really close-knit. You love these people. Even when you don't feel like going, you wouldn't dream about missing it. Why? Because either you're hosting it, leading it, or you're bringing food. You don't want to leave that leave them to dry, right? So you're going to do it. You're going to make every effort. However, what happens when that group grows? And now all of a sudden that group of six is now a group of 18. And you have this group of 18, and then that, that day comes where you're like, I'm not really feeling like getting out right now. I'm in my, my PJs, and they feel awesome. I don't know about this. All of a sudden you, your, your mindset changes to think, well, they wouldn't necessarily miss me. They wouldn't necessarily, I mean, it's not like anyone is like, counting on me to eat, right? Let me give you another example. It is really awkward to walk in late to a room of 40 people. You're, you are known. The door opens and everyone goes, and looks at you, right? But in a room full of 120, it's not quite as noticeable. What we're seeing here is a symptom of growth. And the reason I say this is because the American church culture tells me that this is normal. I am told that I should not worry about this. I am told that this is what, I have a book on my shelf at home that tells me that the average American churchgoer goes once a month, and if you expect anything more than that, it is naive. And that's what I'm told. But I don't know about you, but it really, really excites me to push against what the culture tells me is normal and to look at what the scripture calls the church too. That excites me. It excites me to push against that. So um, you, might be, you might be hearing this and think, well, why are you bringing this up? Um, I, w- I want to talk about why this matters. I shared a little bit about the vision, right? This vision, this, it matters because the vision that we are marching toward is so important and I believe in it so much that I believe it is going to happen and if it's going to happen it's going to take all of us together to accomplish it and so you might be hearing this and think pastor you're talking about being on time let's be real here like a little bit of an overshot this isn't vision this is being tardy right Um, I want to give you an example a quick example of how even being late is a vision problem Let me ask you a question. As petty as this may sound, when do you think new families and new people who are new to our church, new to our community, when do you think they come? They are on time. They're actually, if they have kids, they're probably early because they don't trust us yet. And they want to get here early. They want to scope that out. And if you get here and you stand right where I'm standing and you do this at 10 o'clock, you will see new people to our community and church every week. Every week. It matters that we're on time for them. This is the time that we can connect with new people in our community. Uh, This is the time that you can make lunch plans for after the service, right? This is the time. Okay, let me, we want so desperately to be a church that has an inviting culture. A welcoming culture that no matter who you are, what brings you in, that you come in and you feel loved and you feel welcomed and you hear the gospel. That's where we want to go. But that does not happen accidentally. That happens because all of us together decide we're going to make that happen. 
That is not a me thing. That is an us owning this thing. Here's why this matters. Because you're not a spectator at Stone Oak Bible Church. And if you are here and you call yourself a spectator, we welcome you to spectate until you become a participant. We are participants. We've said this before. I want us to think of ourselves like hosts. And let's say you're hosting a party at your house and then you're, you arrive later than your guests. Like, that's just weird. Let's think of ourselves. Every Sunday morning is this incredible opportunity for the church of God to gather to worship Christ as our king together with our brothers and our sisters and to show the love of Jesus to every single person who walks through our doors. We don't know what they came from, but what we do know is we can show them the love of Christ. Let me say it again. It excites me to push against what the culture tells me is normal and to say, no, 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 scripture, what do you call us to as the church? I want to be a part of that. I want to be a church, again, let me just say this, that plants more churches, sends out more missionaries. I want to see a church that baptizes more people, engages with our community and our lost world, equips and sends out leaders continually. God has been faithful over the last two years. But in this next season, I want to ask you as your pastor, look you in the eye and say, please, would you lean in with me? Lean in to what the scripture calls us to be as the church and and push against what the culture tells us we should accept. Just push against that and let's look at, let me put it this way. If you're here and you're not on a team that's serving, lean in. If you're here and you are on a team that's serving but you're terrible and you're not reliable and you lean in. If you're here and you're not a part of community, lean in. If you're here and you're not coming regularly, I encourage you, lean in. If you're here and you're not in a community group, if you're not giving, if you're not investing, I encourage you, lean in. And hear me, this is not for me. This is not for legalism. Honestly, I want you to look me in the eye. This is not because I'm desperate. Like God's been showing up here at Stone Oak. I am not desperate. But what I am is I see a vision of the future, what could be, and I look around and I see it's going to take us to make this happen. That's what this is. If, if this vision is going to happen here, it's going to take us together linking arms to make this happen for God's glory. And speaking of vision happening, let me shift gears here because a little over a month ago I stood in front of a room and shared with you guys the vision for our church. We had our vision dinner. It was awesome. And one of the things, if you remember, that we said, hey, we feel called to do this as a church is to send out missionaries. I even put a number on it. I said, from within our church, we want to send out five missionaries. We had no idea that three weeks later, four weeks later, after saying this, that God would show up and give us the opportunity to do just that. Uh, Dan and Christy, would you come up here and join me? Dan is being deployed by the EFCA to help lead the Harvey relief efforts um, on the ground in Houston and in the coastal regions. Uh, Dan is stepping into the leadership with EFCA Reach Global. EFCA is the network of churches that we belong to. And he's stepping in with them to be a long-term missionary uh, with specifically targeting the disaster relief that 
right now that Harvey has left. Um, Dan has been on our staff from the very beginning of our church. He served in a lot of different roles, but if you know Dan, you know that when you hear disaster relief and you hear all these things, you're like, yep, that's Dan. That's Dan. It fits him. Um, It is an absolute honor to send out one of our best, but it's even cooler, to use the technical word, to send out someone who God has uniquely designed and equipped for the role that he's stepping into. Um, Having said that, each and every time we send someone out from our church, it will hurt. If it doesn't hurt, we're sending the wrong people. Each and every time we plant a church, each and every time we send out a leader, each and every time we send out a missionary, it should hurt. This one's going to hurt, not only because the ministry that they have been a part of here, but because they are well-loved here. This one's going to hurt, but how incredible is it that we get to, in a moment, come around you and pray and stand and say, we affirm you completely. This one's going to be a tough one. Um, Stone Oak Bible Church is going to have a huge part in the relief efforts in Houston, not only by the teams and the partnerships, that's all great, but because Dan and Christy Holman are Stone Oak Bible Church. And uh, we just are so grateful. Um, So here's what I want to ask you to do. Uh, If you could join us in standing, and I want to invite you guys to come down here. And I want to ask, if you feel comfortable with this church, if you would come and just come around them. What I'd like for us to do is commission out a missionary. Um, As God continues to just bring this vision to pass. Pray with me, church. God, we are a people who, who honestly, we have very mixed emotions in this moment. On the one hand, we see a part of our family that we are sending out. And and Lord, that, uh, that is hard. I thank you for the, the ministry and the love that you have brought to our church through Dan and Christy. They're incredible family. God, it hurts. But Lord, that emotion is also met with another, and that is sheer joy and excitement to see the plans that you have had being laid out in a way that we could not even plan or schedule. Lord, thank you um, for for equipping them and leading their lives up to this moment so that when the call came, they could say, yes, here I am, send me. Lord, thank you for their obedience to go, their, their willingness and their boldness to step out. Now, Lord, would you bless the, the, their labor? Would you provide? And would you go with them and before them? God, we commission them out as a part of our family to go and be about your gospel work in an area that needs it and in an area that is hurting. And it's for your glory that we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
Church, you can have a seat. Oh, my. As you're returning to your seat, I do want to let you know, Dan and Christy are going to be right over here on the side of the stage. And um, right after this service is over, if you want to hear the specifics on what they're going to be doing and where they're going to be at and when and all the questions that I don't want to mess up, right after the service, they're going to be right over here, meet them, and we're going to, and, and they're going to walk through a lot of that together. And listen, the last thing I have for us before we leave um, is I wanted to let you know, as Dan is sent out, we're also going to be making some other adjustments to our structure here at Stone Oak Bible. Uh, and specifically, I'd like to let you know of one change that we're going to be making in our staff, um, besides Dan, obviously. Um, but I want to let you know of one change in order that we can facilitate discipleship at a greater level here at Stone Oak Bible. So Leanne Bingham, uh, yeah, you got a shout out, where'd you go? Got a shout out. Um, she has been serving as our women's care director. And uh, she is going to be shifting a bit. And she is going to be serving as our group care director uh, going forward. In this, Leanne is going to work alongside of Craig to help care for our many community groups. Uh, More than that, we have some exciting things that we hope to roll out at the beginning of the year. And Leanne is going to be taking leadership to facilitate facilitate those things um, so that we can see some incredible things happen. Uh, And Leanne's going to step in in that. So in order that we may grow, again, in our ability to disciple people on all levels, men, women, boys, girls, young, old, um, single, married, everywhere in between. In other words, hear me, it's not that women's ministry is no longer happening here. That is not the case. We, we will still be moving forward in that, but instead this move is to help facilitate discipleship and care across all levels in a way that we're not able to do at this point. So we are very excited about this. Uh, you're going to be hearing a lot more about this later, but church, for now, um, God is doing some incredible things. I want to encourage you to lean in, and I want to close the way a pastor friend of mine always closes his services, where he says, you are not dismissed, you are sent. So on that note, you're sent.